0: And welcome hey to guys, thanks for podcast. listening You're today. To my TV name TV is Tessa and I'll be TV. your host for this lovely August 4th evening. Joining me as usual is my lovely friend
1: and co-host, Molfi. Hey guys, <laughs> excited to be on the podcast.
0: <laughs> um, today we have
1: someone named... Nope, oh, she's not new. She was there because last week.
0: <laughs> she is going to be our guest again for this evening. Guest, introduce yourself to the fam. Hi, guys. It's a come i back. i so excited <laughs> to be here. <laughs> excited, woohoo, <laughs> nice, nice, alright, so we dragged camera out for part two of this lovely conversation, um, so if it's your first time listening, thank you, welcome to the fam, and if you're returning, thanks for being loyal, if you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts to keep up to date with new episodes, mm-hmm. alright, let's get into it, Akama, mm-hmm. how are you doing? I am doing good. I'm doing great, you know, work's yeah, been good, wow. My I haven't been really scheduled early morning shifts, so I'm well rested, <laughs> feeling good, feeling <laughs> energized.
1: Nice. nice. <laughs> Mofi, how are you doing? I'm good. I wanted to say actually that if, you, if you're just joining in for this episode, maybe just pause and go listen to our part one and then come back Mm -hmm. because we shared like really like background information about ourselves and about our upbringing i think it's a really fun episode so you should go listen to that one but overall i'm good it's going to be a long weekend in canada on the 7th so on monday so it's really exciting and (laughs) i love time off work so I'm, i'm stoked i'm stoked
0: Yeah, don't we all love time off our obligations? (laughs) Um, I'm doing well too. I've just got back from San Francisco. Um, I had a really good time there. I'm probably going to write about it in my blog. So if you don't already read it, I usually plug my blog at the end. But I'm going to plug it at the beginning. Today is saveforprints.com. Okay, um, so for today's episode, um, we're just, it's just a continuation of what we started last week. And the topic of our conversation was just upbringing in Nigeria and growing up in Nigeria and what that was like for three of us. So like Mofi said, if you haven't already, listen to that one, go listen to it first and then come listen to this one. It's important. <laughs> okay, and... It's muy important. Yes, it's the more important thing. And then, um, after talking about our topic, we have another game of Rapid Ten for uh, participate participating. So that's the first time we're going to have two Rapid Tens um, back-to-back. Yeah, for one guest. So Akamaya, you're the MVP of our podcast. (laughs) Shout out to that. The real MVP. (laughs) Always in my life goal to be an MVP on this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, you made it. You made it. As always, you guys can participate by sending us topics you'd be interested to hear us chat about, as well as tweeting your thoughts and comments on our previous episodes. Our Twitter is at ourfavepods. So to continue the conversation today, um, I wanted us to go into just talking about our school experiences. So from like primary school to boarding school, and we'll just take it from there. So uh, first to start off, what primary school did did you guys go to? Uh, Ekama, you can take this first. Oh
1: my gosh,
0: I went to <laughs> Access Primary School
1: mm-hmm.
0: off Atikong Drive in Calabar. Oh my god, <laughs> nice. Murphy, mm-hmm. where did you
1: go? I feel like this is information that I don't know if I like to share. But no, I went no. to Medee maybe primary school. <laughs> I what's wrong with Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I is. feel like I know someone that went there.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Is I'm that your grandma's friend. school? Yeah. Mm. Wow. Cool.
0: Yeah, what um, I don't know if I want to share mine, Um, but <clears throat> I went to Auntie Margaret International School. Yes, <laughs> <Jesus> it <was. laughs> <sighs> auntie Margaret International Come on, no, no, just no Yeah, so I went to Auntie Margaret International School When I went to Corona, everybody made fun of the name of my school I don't know why a school cannot be named someone's auntie But <laughs> it's fine <laughs> <laughs> um, So I kind of want to start out saying My primary school experience was terrible I was like severely bullied and, like, my siblings don't believe me, and my family members don't believe me, but, like, my friends were super mean to me, and I think it's because I was quiet, but they always picked up me. And one time I had to have, like, call my cousin from, he was in, like, two classes above, and he had to come and, like, talk sternly to the girls and tell them to, like, leave me alone. But I don't know, like, did you guys find that kids were mean to you in school? Like, I'm mm, yeah, yeah, did you guys find that kids were mean to you in school? In primary school? hmm yeah, no one was mean to me. Like, I mean, like, they just, they were, they, no one was mean to me. I was just, I think I was very, I don't know what about me, just didn't want them to be You're mean confident. to me. But, yeah, I, I want to say I was confident. I don't know. Or I tried to be confident. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to go into deep. But I, I guess I was confident and i and I just always... Yeah, I guess I I, want, I... I don't want to say I stood up for myself because there was never anything for me to stand up for myself for. So I'll just stick with the fact that I guess I was just confident about myself and my person. So no one could, like... Okay. I don't want to say no try me because I wasn't a bully. <laughs> yeah, or was stepped, yeah. yeah, but I was just... Yeah, I just did my own thing. Minded my own business. Yeah. And yeah. I know it sounds weird, but I was quiet in primary school. Like, I was mostly... Just always on my own, mm-hmm. and then people will come to me. But I never just—I never wanted to go and like be part of a group or be like, "What are you people doing? Let me sit with you." Type of thing, like. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. So, yeah. No. Yeah.
1: How yeah, about you? In primary school, I wasn't bullied because my grandma owned the school, so True. nobody bullying me because it would not be funny for them. Um, <laughs> but I know. <laughs> I know from time to time, though, um, people, like, would write me stuff about me, like, on the bathroom doors, um, but stuff that I can't remember, because I don't think it had any impact on me, because I was in that, Mm -hmm. I was in that phase of, my grandma owned school, I could pretty much get whatever I wanted, um,
0: yeah, yeah. Huh. yeah i i hated primary school but um uh, moving on from like my personal feelings <laughs> about uh, my my emotions in primary school did you guys find that like for me primary school is a little bit of a blur and for anyone who isn't sure like what primary school is it's the same as like grade school in the u.s like grades one to six we just call it primary one to six um it's only blur like i do remember studying. I don't remember, like, (laughs) taking, I don't really remember taking tests, like, I may, I maybe remember taking, like, an exam, like, common entrance, which was, like, in the final year of primary school, but
1: am I, like, is that just me? (laughs)
0: Mm, No. I think it was,
1: maybe, maybe because it was far away, that's why, um, but I remember taking, I remember, like, learning stuff when I was in primary school. Mm-hmm. For me, it's the opposite. I don't remember, like, learning anything when I was in secondary school, because maybe I didn't. <laughs> but I remember, I actually remember learning a lot of stuff in, in secondary school. In pra- Sorry, it's primary a, school. In
0: primary school, really? Come yeah. out, how about you?
1: For me,
0: for me, it depends. For me, I don't remember learning a lot from it. Like, I only remember, like, two classes. Like, for some, mm-hmm. some reason, I vividly remember my FA class and my agri class. And also my general science class, those classes, like, I I remember, like, vividly. Also, I know for sure, for a fact, it's not even about remembrance, I never read. I never yes, read for any exam, like and I'm not even for bragging, not for real. but I would, I would still always, I would still always be, like, I'll go home, I'll have, like, the third position, but I think I just always remembered what the teacher was saying. But I never went home and I was like, Oh, it's exam period, let me study and let I don't know my study. grandparents didn't didn't even enforce it. I think they just expected me to to go and read my book and no no mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. something. And, yeah. and just pass. But yeah. Yeah, no, that was before. the same for me. Like I don't remember reading. Like I took I, I think we took notes, like we had like notebooks that we wrote in but like i don't remember studying for any exam i just it would stay in my bag and i'll take it to school the next exactly. day exactly oh my gosh that was the exact same thing that was the exact thing for me too. Yeah, I don't remember uh,
1: reading. Really. <laughs> you, I remember like I can literally like envision myself back in classes. I remember like my primary one class, us like reciting the timetable. Timetable. I remember like my science classes, my teachers like being in class and doing work and going to the teacher for him to like mark it. I remember a lot of my primary school. No. Wow. Uh-uh. Do you know when it's so it,
0: funny as Finn is talking? Sorry, Finn, for cutting. Off ice, as you're talking, okay. things are just coming into like vivid memories are just falling into my <laughs> brain. It's so crazy. Well, yeah. Yeah, I liked
1: primary school a lot, and maybe that's why because I had a positive experience. So it was it's it stayed really yeah for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-mm, mm-mm.
0: did they, they? They? were? Were you spanked? Like were teachers allowed to hit you in primary school? Okay.
1: Um, <sighs> they were teachers. Yeah, we, yeah, we were. Yeah, teachers beat us in (laughs) primary school,
0: (laughs) especially teachers (laughs) were abusive.
1: (laughs) Yo, guys, I was beaten like until maybe I left Nigeria to come to Canada, but Mm, yeah, they did. Me, yeah, I don't mean like I mean like in every stage. And I mean, I left Nigeria after secondary school, and our secondary school maybe like by the time I was in year 12, they were not really hitting us anymore. But in Mm corona, teachers were allowed to hit. That's true, that's true. I don't know if we were meant to explicitly say where we went to. College,
0: but <laughs> I know, I was, I was like, um, anonymous. No, no, I was going to ask you where anonymous. you went to school. <laughs>
1: anonymous. Um, but no, I think, I think, I think they were. My grandma, like, but there were times, funny fact, there were times that I did stuff that were, like, really bad. Because I was very, like, not pompous, but I knew that, like, I could get a, away with a lot of things from teachers. <laughs> but. So there's times I did stuff that were quite bad, and my grandma would actually beat me herself because they were like, "Okay, we can't hit this girl really." So my grandma would come with her cane ah, and like actually like flog me. <laughs> it was so like dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said to my grandma, "I'm never going to lie, so never let me to seem like she was like this." No, my grandma was fine, but yeah, that, that's what I <laughs> yeah. I come it come on! Did, did they
0: spank in your school too? You mean access? Yeah. Hmm. I've already called the name. They see. Although he was mostly, he was mostly in the secondary school. Like he was mostly always in the high school. But yeah, they carried. the Teachers had canes. Yeah. But I don't recall being hit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't recall being hit. Yeah. no nah, man no i didn't enjoy nanti margaret there was really? no like teachers teachers were allowed to like they had it on their person like one time i couldn't recite my seven times table i probably still cannot and they, <laughs> my teacher called me to the front of the class and he was like what seven wow. times four and i didn't know it and he started whipping my legs like wow. have you like why and it was so painful because he was just doing it really quickly. He was like, pa, 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 wow. until I started crying to go to my seat. Yes.
1: Exactly. Like, so did you learn it? So you did not learn the seven times table. I didn't table, learn the, the seven times table.
0: So what was the point? It was like humiliating so for me and I didn't learn the seven times table. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so what, what do we have there? Yeah, it was, it was really, annoying. and I think at least, I don't know. I think at least in Calabar, like teachers having canes is the norm. Like, teachers are allowed to hit the students, Mm -hmm. which I think is absolutely crazy. Like, how can another person who's not your parent hit you? Oh, my Lord.
1: Yeah, that one is even more absurd than parents hitting Mm -hmm. the kids. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's that's absolutely crazy. I would not send my child to a school where you are allowed to hit the children. That is just Mm -hmm. terrible. I'm sorry. Um... But speaking of speaking of schools that that people hate children, let's oh. let's transition a bit to to secondary school, and Mofi already said it, but in case anyone didn't hear it, we all went to Corona. <laughs> we, Corona we can go back to school. being anonymous.
1: Corona can be back to being anonymous. Wow, Corona I'll can try, be back I'll to try, being anonymous. I'll try and not say too many incriminating things about that place. But mm-hmm. yeah. I,
0: I I'll try not to say names, but like. Yeah, so I I want to I want to hear from from you guys like, just essentially what was your experience like? So think about like, going into just um just one for the first time. So seventh grade for the that's the equivalent for you guys, um, and just the first time you go into school and what it was like being in boarding house and
1: mm-hmm. just
0: in general, yeah.
1: Um, I kind of want to say boarding house is kind of... Because when I tell people here that I went to boarding school, they're like, oh my gosh, like, really? But boarding house is kind of common. In Nigeria, Nigeria, yes. It's
0: super common. Um, like, everybody goes to
1: boarding school. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, for me, going I was devastated going to boarding school. I remember <laughs> my first, like... When, okay, so funny, really quick, quick, quick backstory. The first day I went to Corona, I thought, my family for some reason thought that it was just meant to be like, go and see the school or something (laughs) and then come back home. And our resumption day was on another day. So that was the plan. I when my mom was pregnant, so I Mm -hmm. went and they were like, oh, this is actually, like, the moving day. So imagine, like, this. Oh, gosh, my heart is almost even beating because I think I remember, like, those feelings so strongly. So I had to go back home. And, like, I got um, Not too far from my house. So I went back home, got my stuff, changed into the freaking house where, and, like, literally, that was, like, I almost felt (laughs) like I was being, like, shipped into prison. Yeah. Um, Obviously, because my parents didn't plan for it, so my parents did not go with me. My mom didn't go because she was pregnant, and my dad was, like, working or something. So I just went with like somebody that worked in my primary school or something, and they took me there and they dropped what? me off, <laughs> and I was devastated. I was crying all the time. That is and terrible. My, yeah, my my dad and my siblings, my sister, because no, I had only one. There, my dad and my sister came to visit me on like on the weekend because mm-hmm. i think we went like during the week but it was horrible like i i would I, I did not like the idea of being away from my parents at least at that moment mm-hmm. and from my sister and so it was the other part of the question what was my experience overall? yeah mm-hmm. i mean i know, I know it's I, hard to like condense yeah. it because it's six years
0: but just right. maybe some highlights
1: overall i always say that it was one of the not better yet, because I had like like when I think back at some points it's funny it's hilarious but sometimes when I try to critically think about it like I have it's like a bittersweet like I liked it a lot because I mean I spent a lot of my years there I made some of my really good friends there mm-hmm. but then the other half is that sometimes it was just not the right environment for Kids, teenagers, to be raised in, to grow up in. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of both. Like I really, I really liked it. Sometimes I say I would do it again. I don't know. if I question myself hey. when I say that. <laughs> um, the, when I just think about like the good times, or like hanging with your friends, like all of that, mm-hmm. those parts were fun. But then the other parts. Like, that's why I don't think I'll do it again. But sometimes when when you get carried away, I'm like, oh, of course I will go back to boarding school again. But I don't think so. So yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I mean honestly, like think of, if you think about like the pressure of like trying to be academically like excellent, like that was such mm-hmm. a huge thing. I, I that's something that I don't want to go back to. And I know, like Absolutely. you said, like. With friends, that's true, like, we made friends and everything, but I also feel like, well, I guess that's just a regular teenage life, I also feel like Mm -hmm. I went through, like, so many, like, painful experiences, not that many, but, like, a couple painful experiences just trying to navigate, like, teenage friendships and, like, all Mm -hmm. of us just being in, like, living in one place for extended amounts of time, I don't know, it, it would have been nice maybe to go home for some time, right. <laughs> I'll see my parents' right. faces and then come back to see my friends, but, um, Absolutely. yeah. Uh, Ekama, so how was, what do you, what, what, what was your experience like, just overall, or thinking about, like, the first time you went to boarding House, because... I was so scared. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the f- um, starting with Jess, one, I was supposed to go to... Corona, mm-hmm. but I didn't go because I missed the exam because my grandma wanted me to do primary six. Yes. She just felt like if the school ended at primary six, then you should finish. <laughs> and I, my mom is like, no, she's, she's okay. and ready to go at, at five. My grandma thought I was too young, you know, so many other things. Mm-hmm. So really I, I she just, my, I didn't take any exams. And my, you know, mom, my mom was all the way in America. She was like, what? No, she's going to secondary school. Anyways, <laughs> I already missed the Corona exam. And so I went to Access, which was the secondary Ooh. school of my high school, of mm-hmm. my primary school. Yep. And to be honest, going there was actually an exciting experience because when you were in the primary school and we used to go to secondary school for like events, it was like, oh, I can't wait to come and be here. Long story short, no offense to the owners of the school, I probably shouldn't be saying this. It was a terrible <laughs> experience for me. I hear the school is really doing great right now, but it was a completely terrible experience for me. I. Mm-hmm. I, it's as simple as that for me.
1: Yeah, for my life. It was and how 10. old were
0: you when you when you started? I believe I started in September, so I had just turned ten. Ten.
1: Hmm. Wow. Yeah, I had yeah. just
0: turned ten. And Moppy, yeah. how old
1: were you? Oh gosh, I can't do the math. Um. Okay, come back to me. I have to do. I have to. Cut okay. This. Okay. Come on. Continue. I just want to
0: get a sense of everyone to get a sense of how old we were. <laughs> we yeah. Were really young. I had. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember, like, going and just being excited. But I I don't know, I think my, one of my...
1: Sorry, I was 10 also. Mm -hmm. Yes.
0: I think my aunt had already foreseen what was going to happen to me. And I remember her (laughs) crying profusely. And I was like, like, do you miss me? Like, what was Mm -hmm. happening? And she was crying. But anyways, long story short, after that... I moved to Corona and just too. I was also very excited. I was like, oh my gosh. First of all, I'd been dr I had been i do not even know what was wrong with me. I'd been dreaming of Corona since yes, I remember I must. used to look at the yearbook all the time, cram everybody's the name. And um like like I, like, I knew wow. your name before I even saw you thing. Like I saw you and I was like, Yeah, this is fine. Like I <laughs> like I was I used to look at the I used to study the yearbook for some reason and I learned the anthem and whatever. So I was really excited to go to Corona and Corona was for me it was an easy transition because I obviously I had my siblings there and my cousins there. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it was, yeah. And in, with relations to, um, my, to like seniors, I never had any bad experience for some reason. Like I was rude at home, but I was not just rude to seniors. So like they never <laughs> did, they never did anything mm-hmm. to me. Like I was, I really had an easy, like easy, um, easy, being a junior time mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. But when it came to relationships with my parents or whatever, just like Tessa said, it was like, it was like bittersweet. Like I had some very, just exactly what Tessa said. I had very, you know, difficult times sometimes mm-hmm. navigating through like mm-hmm. different, different, I guess, teenage experiences too as well. And mm-hmm. I've actually never Never. I know my friends are just like, I, I what's wrong with you? I have never in my life said, oh my God, I wish I could do this again. Actually, like literally <laughs> yeah. when I was leaving, I was like, I mm-hmm. am done with this. And I'm a very emotional person. I do not shed a tear. I did not shed one tear. And I was like, okay. But I don't know. I, I feel that. like that chapter was like, you know, when you're done with a book and you just never mm-hmm. read that book mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. You yes, might remember... Yeah, you just close, you might have memories about the book, but you're like, I'm not reading that book again. Mm-hmm. And so I was I was I was done. Yeah. But yeah, so I would describe it as bittersweet. There are really like nice moments like I, I, I've had I've had some of like my best like laughs, like laughing and rolling on the floor right. type of crying. Yeah in Corona with yeah. my peers. So that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Like I know that yeah, we kind of started off on negative points, but I mean, there are some just really good times. Like, there's some times you look back to in school. And, again, like, I so saw the same thing. Like, just having that community of your peers. Like, we all lived together for six years. It's amazing the kind of friendships that you can form over that time. And the kind of experiences mm-hmm. that you guys can remember. I mean, there will be some negative ones. Because I feel like we're all in our formative years, right? So, mm-hmm. we're going to boy heads. Like, we're going to clash. There's just no two ways about that. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, man, Mm-mm. I actually started boarding school younger than Mufianakama. I started at nine. And Mm-mm. I was hey, so tiny. I was so small. You guys, I was so small, and I was not excited about going off to boarding school at all. I was excited about like leaving my small town, like Calabar, because I felt like I didn't have any friends there. So I was excited to like go to a new place and like make new friends. But I was not happy that I would not be living at home like it was really devastating for me when my grandma left because my grandma dropped us off and my grandma left I cried I cried for like three days straight <laughs> it was unbelievable so yeah I think it's kind of I don't want to call it traumatic but I think it's kind of an overwhelming experience where you just where you start in boarding school I think it's it's pretty overwhelming at least it was for me anyway question Tessa -hmm. You started at nine, but you turned 10 that year. I did. I turned 10 that year, but I went to boarding school. I was nine. Like, I started, I went to Corona and I was nine years old. But you turned 10 in that same month that you started. Yeah, like right after. Yes. I did. I was (laughs) nine. So, you went to secondary school at 10. Like please. I went, at, they dropped me there at nine. <laughs> Don't even. They dropped me there at the age of nine. You guys should please not undermine my experiences.
1: That's a fair point that like, just brought up. what but... oh my <laughs> gosh. what?
0: <laughs> you were literally up like so done with your ninth year so and jumping was, like, so into so 10. Gone. I literally turned, turned 10 next ten. week. <laughs> like,
1: exactly, that's what I was about to say. Like, you are probably turning 10 like 2 days or something. <laughs> oh my god. I
0: turned 10 the next week, you guys. Trust the camera to call me out, man. I appreciate man. that. Ugh, you know, you guys are rude. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> okay so um what are some what are some rules that you guys thought was were ridiculous in boarding school really because we had a lot <laughs> i have so many we had i was so just talking about this ridiculous the rules it was crazy like they just wanted it was like a, it was so sh- military strict almost like we had so many rules so you guys i just had to away. process process my thoughts so i won't call names about okay. names so like so i had to kind of give myself like a silent break so I know mm-hmm. I'm composing my sentence. Mm-hmm. But I think one rule that I just didn't understand was okay. don't wear pantyhose. The only reason you know oh, I'm wearing pantyhose is because you long asked long. me to carry <laughs> up my skirts. That is the only reason you know I'm wearing pantyhose. Because you said, pull up your skirt, let me see if you're wearing pantyhose. <laughs> but and to clarify, so everyone understands that we were we're supposed to wear knee high socks. Mm-hmm. So if you wore pantyhose, nobody really knew if you're wearing knee high or not. But to make sure <laughs> that they were, you know, trying to come, you know, destroy your life, they will ask you to raise up your skirts, and they will not ask you to remove your pantyhose and the tears. Yeah, oh, and gosh. they would tear and, it
1: and tear it
0: right in your face. So in case you thought you were like, you nope. Know, it doesn't matter who bought it, how many pounds, dollars, naira your mommy spent on it it's being torn. Crazy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have many, but I'll just say one for the sake of time. Okay. I
1: don't even know if I remember a lot, but the only one I, like, that, or one that I remember, and yeah, as a rule, was that the fact that when boys needed to go to school, <laughs> they could just go to school. Like, Walk they would, like, school. wake up and get to the and then the on school compound. But for girls, um, especially, like, when when we were in junior school, um, when we were, like, in the mm-hmm. other place, mm-hmm. we would have to have A letter from like the clinic (laughs) or from somewhere that proved that you needed to be in school, Mm -hmm. and you get there and the boys are just there, like just chilling. Like I thought it was ridiculous, Mm -hmm. and also just along. So true. And along the same lines, the boys could be in school, too, about, like, really late after dinner, whatever, that was their problem. Mm-hmm. But with mm-hmm. girls, if you're not home, by the end of, I think, sports, which was, like, at 6 o'clock or something, you would be punished, like, for sure, because, <laughs> yeah. because why? Like, just because yeah. you're a female, like, why? Yeah, yeah I, we I, definitely I, had I those double understand.
0: standards. We, oh, gosh, and they were so annoying.
1: They were Beautiful. like so well, the time that my friends and I we um, went to school and we came back maybe a couple of minutes after like we we're supposed to be back and they literally like punished us so we were like squatting right mm-hmm. outside and this was in the new hostel so we were squatting right outside the building and like you just see the boys they were just like walking past like, these are the same <laughs> damn boys we were like hanging out with and it's just like this life strolling. <laughs>
0: It was so bad because, like, there was definitely, like, a, um, I don't know, is this sexist that I'm going to use? But there was, like, double standards for everything. Like, boys, boys were not really held to the same Mm -hmm. standards as girls. We were more likely to get punished for doing Mm -hmm. the same things. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, if you caught, you know how teenagers are, like, if you caught a girl and a boy, like, making out in the corners, it was likely that the girl was going mm-hmm. to be the one punished and the boy would just be sent back to his house. So, yeah. wow. I've never actually thought about this in a very critical way. That was really you bad.
1: Haven't? I haven't oh really. Oh my gosh, I spent my existence thinking about it.
0: <laughs> that was so <laughs> bad. It's
1: like, it
0: bad. this is why, this is why I didn't talk to boys. <laughs> You didn't? Okay, I'm obviously joking. I uh, spoke too fast. Okay, possible.
1: sorry. Let's just keep going. Cause <laughs> wait a
0: Okay, yeah, let's keep going. So, um, for Chesson, me, about you, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say for me, one the one rule I really, I till today I can't stand it is like picking what you should do with your hair. Like mm. I I know that they want everybody to be uniform, but I don't under even understand why we should all be uniform like why do we all have to get our hair made okay we didn't always have to do it the same way it depended on what senior was in power at different right. times but yeah the f- the fact that like you had to do your hair like it always had to be done if you had if you had your hair in a low neat bun it was problematic
1: why mm-hmm.
0: Like yeah, that. I
1: actually don't get that. Like, why, 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 why must my hair be done? Why can't I just pack my hair?
0: Why can't I just pack my hair so it's am It didn't make any sense. It seemed like, think, like... Yeah, okay, go.
1: Cool. I think I've had this
0: conversation with mommy before, and it's annoying, these rules. But, you know, I think it was also this... Ele- it's a, it was a learning experience to teach you how to follow rules. Because they didn't make sense, but it's like they've put it there so... So you know that, okay, this is what you have to do, mm-hmm. and so do it. But, I mean, it, it wouldn't make sense to you, because you're, you're ha- how is this yeah. affecting you in any way? Yeah. But it's like we have a set of rules, and, you know, it's a boarding school. And I hear, I hear that boarding school, um the rules go back to, like, military and yeah, following and, a set of rules yeah. or something like that. And so yeah. I think they... They've always tried to keep to it. and Interesting. You know, everybody must look like this. Everybody must be uniform mm-hmm. so we can all look the same mm-hmm. for reasons unknown to me. But Yeah, um, like, it, it it doesn't make any Like, even, okay, but even, I understand that reason you gave, and to be fair, it makes sense. But why couldn't they find rules that made sense for us to follow? Do you understand? Like, mm-hmm. why did you just have to come up with anything just to make sure that we knew how to follow rules. Because all it did to people was make them want to rebel against
1: those rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know there are times that it was one specific time I was like, I'm not making my hair. But my reason <laughs> was because I, want- <laughs> I didn't want to go to school. So I knew if I didn't make my hair, they wouldn't allow me to go to school. So eventually I didn't go to school because like, my hair wasn't made. So what did you do? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, that it was like, like know, a-, a couple...
1: It was me and a couple of other people, and they punished us, but the, our punishment was, like, to clean, like, the dining room or something, and I tell, honestly, at that point in time in my life, I would have taken cleaning the dining room over going to school. Over going to, going school. to school, for so sure. I, I just didn't go to school that day. It was dope because after we cleaned the dining hall, we just went upstairs and we're just in. But that's <laughs>
0: interesting, like keeping you, but you see what I'm talking about? Keeping you away from learning that your parents paid for you to do because you failed to do what? Braid your hair into five, like for crying out loud. It, just, it doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make
1: any it was, sense. It was dope still. <laughs> one of my best memories wow
0: (laughs) were you ever on like working suspension like you had to
1: (laughs) oh yeah there were times that people my teachers would actually say when they see me in like uniform they're like wow I
0: actually actually remember you a lot in your (laughs)
1: house I was wearing housework a lot I think there were times and I think most of it was I, I didn't like Learning in corona, in school because for me it felt like I wasn't learning anything. Half of it was my own doing because I just got uninterested at a point in time, and half of it was just for me. I just the teachers and everything just threw me off. Mm-hmm. Um, so I intentionally sometimes would not want to go to, to school. school. Mm-hmm. So I would just like be so lazy or like in like inflict punishment on myself or things like. My parents didn't know this till today, but like I was barely I barely went to class. Oh, huh. I slept if I went to class.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. But you see, but you see how like having all that and I don't know, I keep saying this because this is my huge problem with like the education system in Nigeria is that it's so academic focused to the point where like you even push kids away from wanting to learn. Like mm-hmm. first of all, like only the smart, mm-hmm. only the smart children are celebrated. Like, only the Mm -hmm. people who are doing the best are celebrated. And then, then there's no even, like, encouragement for the ones who are doing, like... Not as well, but doing well. Like, it, that doesn't make any sense to me. So, yeah, we can touch a bit on that. I, I don't like the education system in Nigeria because I feel like it doesn't encourage other talents. It's strictly math, English, sciences. Like, even people who mm-hmm. are in the sciences are held above people who are in the arts. It's... It, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Can so, I just say okay. something real quick? hmm mm-hmm. Towards my time, they started, you know, realizing that was still... And I know nobody's perfect, but they still fumbled. Because they did that, and then they were also praising people in sports. Now, let me tell you what the discrimination was. Not only were they pushing people in sports, they were only pushing athletics. Mm -hmm. So literally, every other sporting... Or every other person that can play every other type of sports was just like, um, Mm. I guess I'm useless. Exactly. And then... I'm also you know I'm I'm a strong advocate for this. I felt like drama and the arts could have been pushed more too. So it mm-hmm. was just either or it was oh, mm-hmm. are you getting academic tie mm-hmm. or are you going to <laughs> Olachere and winning hundred meters hundred meters race mm-hmm. like and and no shade, I won't call names because there were people, you know, in my year, you know, that failed failed their IGCSE woefully but literally no mention of it because they're going to go to Alaska and they're going to bring all the gold medals mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to the school, mm-hmm. and you know it was a good thing. So that was just ignored. And these are not even dumb people because these people today are mm-hmm. excelling yeah. so well. Mm-hmm. So it, it yeah. makes you question the education education mm-hmm. system because yeah. they're excelling so well now in university and graduating with oh, like yeah. honors. With honors, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Exactly. I I look back at my own self, for example, as a case study. When I was in corona, I did not fit in any portion. Like, I was not athletic. I was not smart in codes from their own standards. From their perspective. Um, and, mm-hmm. and even you being, with, with some exceptions, but you being smart in school almost automatically meant you were a prefect or you were in leadership position, again, with mm-hmm. some exceptions, because there are some people that weren't. But depending, with those exceptions, it, depend, it depends on what positions they were given also. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. like sports prefect and things like no shade on people that were sports prefect I don't remember I don't remember who was sports prefect when I was in in my years so but like things like that so for me I didn't fit in any part so I Mm -hmm. I just felt like I was passing through being in secondary school because there was not there was nothing I could do essentially on that standard and I was not viewed as relevant but now thinking back on my life like not to even brag but like I finished and I was a valedictorian for my faculty and it's kind of like sometimes Mm -hmm. I sit down and I'm like wait what actually and I know again I say some part of corona was on me but Mm -hmm it was still how sometimes I would sit down and my teachers would be like, oh, you, you're not even going to be a prefect. Don't worry about it. Like, this kind of yeah. thing. And, and we begin to internalize it a lot that it then informs how I acted. So if somebody saw me and they were like, oh, yo, like, Finn, what's going on? Like, come on, maybe I would have been like, okay, I need to sit up and stuff. But exactly. when a teacher is telling me, you're not going to be perfect. I'm like, yeah, of course, mm-hmm. I know I'm not going to be perfect. So I don't care to so please so I, I, don't don't care. Because I don't care. I don't care to do anything. And just mm-hmm. looking on, yes, like I said, like what a lot of people are doing well. So, like, just looking back at the education system, is like there's so many things that are flawed. And mm-hmm. it, it it really does frustrate me. I'm not even going to lie because it has impacts. Like, and the impacts run deep. Like, we can be doing well now, but there's some things that still are still traces of how we were yep. what our we experiences were raised. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yep Definitely. Yeah. i totally agree and i mean i guess it's easy for us to point out the issues with the educational system but i feel like we have a right to speak about it because we were part of it for so long like we were part of it for at least 12 years so like <laughs> there if there's anybody to speak on this um it would be us and I don't want it to sound as if we're hating we're kind of just calling out what we think can be better like everybody is not going to be the best at math or like the best at like physics and they should not be the only people who are celebrated. because when you even think about it those are the people that like your parents are like oh does that one Mm -hmm. have two heads oh why can't you be like her and it's because you seem less than just because you're not like the other person Mm-hmm. And can I just say thank God my parents were not like that? Oh my gosh, yeah, glory be <laughs> to, <God. laughs> to God because they did not care. <laughs> my, mom, my mom was like, It's okay, I wasn't good at math either. I was like, Love you, <laughs> and, and, and I like that. Dope. Sorry, just to quickly say that was literally, I think I can speak for me and you, mm-hmm. that was literally like our biggest challenge in Corona. Mm -hmm. And you know how everything was by percentage, but math Mm -hmm. and... First of all, let us I'm not even going to go into how they did not teach languages properly. Like, you were set up to fail Mm -hmm. with languages. It it should not have been in the curriculum. But... (laughs) Or if it was, not like that. Not like Like that. Because I cannot tell you anything in Yoruba. I don't know anything. Mm -hmm. Now, Mm -hmm. so those two things, math and Yoruba... I can vouch for myself from math to say that I did not make an effort. But then looking back at it, when I came here and I was taking all these math classes and I was literally, I'm not bragging also getting an A in all mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. And I was, I, feel, I know I didn't make an effort in secondary school, but also when they were teaching me here, I was like, wait, is this how to just get the answer? But uh-huh. then I felt like in Nigeria, I was like complicated ways mm-hmm. and shout out mm-hmm. to my math teacher Cause he was good, but sometimes when you would stop to ask him, I'm sorry, I don't get. It. He's like, I don't have time. I'm writing this note. There's no time. Um, if you don't understand it, go and ask your friend. And I'm like, what? You know, there was yeah, no yeah. one-on-one time for you to mm-hmm. be like, can you explain further? You, oh my gosh, me? yes. Oh my god, yes. Speaking of one-on-one time, you know what needs to be incorporated in Nigerian schools? They don't have to call it this, but office hours. Office like, hours, yeah. People, teachers here, professors yeah. here always are like, you can come to my office anytime you want. I never felt like I could go to my teacher's office in, 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 in Corona and be like, oh, please, can you explain to me what? Who has time for that? Nobody has time for that. Go <laughs> and ask this person. Go and meet them and they'll yeah, show you. like,
1: ah, what, what were you doing when I was teaching it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what were you doing? Because obviously you were not listening because it's unfathomable yeah. that you do not understand what was coming out of their mouth. Ugh, I, also,
1: I also wanted to say something that I find is different. or that Okay, so teachers would go to school and there's one teacher I'm thinking about right now, but we'll go to school and, <laughs> and they studied, and I don't even care, they studied business studies. <laughs> and automatically that makes sense. <laughs> You yeah, guys shouldn't make me laugh. Sorry. And automatically, that makes them a business studies teacher. Yes. Like, And that's what happens. A lot of them that go really to these things. <laughs> but, like, here, this part of... And I'm not trying to say Western way of doing things is right, whatever. Like, we can, we can like, go into that and that's a different topic in itself. But here, before you teach, although you've gone to school, you've studied psychology, whatever, you go to teacher's college. Mm-hmm. You, because you learn how to teach. To Those are teach. two different things. You learn mm-hmm. that people learn things in different ways you learn that, that you learn so many things about teaching not everybody mm-hmm. can be a teacher but in nigeria i mean back then when we we're sharing secondary school i don't know about now is that as long as you've gone to school and you studied this topic you're automatically mm-hmm. that teacher yeah or even like about, or thinking about house parents too sorry let me just finish it you can sorry sorry I just want to I don't want to forget thinking about house parents too I don't know if they go through like some certain kind of degree to be a house parent but anybody just comes and oh, that's why I think I don't know Mm -hmm. to become a house parent Mm -hmm. but that's it no that's I agree (laughs)
0: like I totally agree I don't even like I don't have anything to add per se besides exactly what you said like nobody has all these credentials to deal with teenagers like like, and they just do it because Mm -hmm. I don't know I guess it's a job and it's, mm-hmm. it's kind just of just quickly i remember in primary school your teacher would teach you at least six subjects <laughs> i don't know if that happened in other other in yeah. your primary school thing yeah. but yes. in mine like my class teacher would teach me home ec, social studies <laughs> like and it was literally just like sciences that they had other teachers but my teacher would teach me math <laughs> english homework, social studies and i'm like you're literally just writing notes on the board. Mm-hmm. Some of them, they, they actually don't know what they're saying. Mm-hmm. All they had and to do was like, crazy. all they had to do was read like the note, like the textbook mm-hmm. that someone else wrote and then just spit out to you exactly um, what they learned. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Yeah, definitely
0: um but i think i think things are slowly changing now. well i don't know about slowly mm-hmm. but things are changing a little bit now in that like i think they're trying to incorporate more i don't know if they're ever going to make teachers go to like teaching teaching school but <laughs> i think some of them do um mm-hmm. but it's it's still not the norm and, but uh so,
1: so yeah and i just want to add and i think another reason and and sometimes it's easy to harp on like these institutions and the teachers themselves. But another mm-hmm. reason is because in Nigeria teaching is not viewed as a noble profession. Exactly. World, you being a teacher is dope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like in Nigeria it isn't so you don't get the best of the best because not everybody mm-hmm. wants to teach or they know that they don't they're not getting paid properly and stuff like that. So that also has an impact on teaching or maybe how the institutions um, develop their teachers the trainings they send them and stuff like that so i think it trickles down to then the service that students receive so it's yeah. a systemic problem it's definitely it's
0: definitely a systemic problem and I, I i think that that's another reason why um but anyway rather i think that that's why it's good to have these kind of conversations and to start talking about it and get people listening and maybe trying to actually do something about it um in in the different Mm -hmm. schools because i don't think personally i i wouldn't want to send my child to school in nigeria because i want them to feel appreciated no matter what they're good at like i don't want them to just be oh if they're not good at math and english or sciences then you know they don't mean anything so i still want them to be able to learn um, without being feeling less than in that regard but Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, um, so kind of uh, rounding up uh, our talk about like being in growing up in Nigeria. So, but all three of us left Nigeria. Um, to come and study in the United States after secondary school. So after year twelve, after SS three we graduated and moved to the United States. So I moved just moved to the US. Okay, well sorry, moved to North America, Movie moved to Canada, the other the other part of them
1: <laughs> your yeah, Canada is Canada is boring. Like your president is doing crazy shit right now that Canada is where it's at. Like see Justin Trudeau and things <laughs>
0: God. Yeah. yeah, okay, <laughs> apparently Canada is where it's at. But so we all moved to um the Western world and so I just wanted to hear from you guys and obviously we all talk about how transitioning to the US and what what was different about that? What were some things that kind of shocked you or that I don't know it it can be positive, negative, but just just that period of, of moving to the US. So yeah, come on. Um for me um. Oh. Nothing. You, when you mean moving, you mean moving. You mean my experience in school, like yeah, in just yeah, in college. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like your college transition life, or even just in your social life in general. Like yeah. I think my social life there wasn't a lot of transition because I was already used to this environment. Just as simple as that. Because mm-hmm. growing up, I I was. My parents lived here for a really mm-hmm. long time, so we would always have to go back um, and forth yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I think for college, you being here before me really helped. Just you having your own experiences and sharing them with me. Mm-hmm. So that kind of already you know, helped me and just put things into, some things into perspective okay. already for me. So s- some things didn't shock me like, oh, whoa, what's happening? Mm-hmm. But I think one thing that stands out is independence. Mm-hmm. like like when i mean when i was in nigeria I, I don't know what do i what do you really do for yourself mm-hmm. like everything is really everything done, is done for me. you uh-huh. i mean you you're just you're just really just existing to be honest i don't know maybe in my household and by that mm-hmm. i mean like in terms of like eating you know just you don't you don't really have to make any decisions for yourself mm-hmm. I think decisions were made for you and mm-hmm. and um Not in a bad way, not like, oh, like forceful or persuasive Mm -hmm. decisions, Mm -hmm. but just day to day. I think coming here now, it's like having to, you know, be independent and like look out for myself Mm -hmm. and make decisions for myself and, you know, think things through for myself and deal with things by myself. I think that's the big, like, (laughs) change. Like, it really hits you like, wait, you have to do this. For yeah, yourself, by yourself. yourself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can occasionally ask for help, but there's some things where you have to deal with. Head on. Yeah. Head on. What? Yeah. English, <laughs> English yeah, feels me. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it for me.
1: thing how about you? Uh, oh, what was the question? Wow! Oh, my like, transition, my trans, <laughs> my transition. Um, I mean, initially I was super stoked because I was like, "Yes, yeah, finally, I'm leaving my house!" And oh my gosh, <laughs> thank God. Um, so it was pretty. I went to my my first year was in a in international high school, so I was just surrounded by Nigerians and a lot of other international people. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that much of a difference. Um, but transitioning into a different education system for me was huge. Because I was always a science student in secondary school, and that was just all I knew. And I mm-hmm. kind of transitioned to um, social sciences and kind of the arts, and that is where I thrive. So having that self discovery and knowing like, okay, what I want to do and what kind of field ish that I wanted to study in it was it was big, and I don't know, it really opened a lot of doors for me. So. That was a fun academic-ish transition, mm-hmm. and just learning differently, learning about different stuff, mm-hmm. like learning about the world, mm-hmm. and yeah. about so, like there was just so many things I was learning that I loved. Um, and then obviously culturally, there was culture. Sh- there's culture still happening, but there's culture shock here and there that mm-hmm. sometimes makes it hard. But yeah, overall, it's an okay transition. It's, I, sometimes it just feels like it's something that has to be done. So you don't, like, you're almost working in overdrive, like, you're just moving, moving, Mm -hmm. moving, and you don't have a lot of time to stop and think about it, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Can I just say hashtag yes to you discovering social sciences and not, like, sticking to science? Like, I just think that, I just thought that was beautiful, like, having to discover, like, oh my god, I'm thriving here, instead of (laughs) sticking to the norm of, oh, I did science in secondary school, so this is the path I have to follow. I think Mm -hmm. that's amazing. Yeah,
1: but I had to, like, I had to tell my parents, and I was like, I'm not because the plan was for me to go back in sciences, and I told my mom, and she's like, "No, you're not an art student." I remember Claire, I will never forget. She said, "You're not an art student. You're 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 not you're, you're a science student." And I was like, "What do you mean? I fail math like woefully. You can't. Be <laughs> it. I fail math. I Those feel things math. don't work together." And I had to kind of tell my dad, and my dad kind of. I told my dad. And they sat him down i was like dad i don't like school like there's people that like and it's ironic that i went to go and do my masters but there's people that like school and i told him i was like i'm not one of those people so you guys have to accept what i'm doing if i like what i'm doing now Mm -hmm. and he just said to me he's like as long as you do well i'm fine with it like just do whatever you want to do so that was kind of the shift but it wasn't like easy and my parents are not like like hardcore nigerian parents but she's too my mom still gave me that kind of a pushback saying that is not who you are. Science is what mm-hmm. it is. And you're supposed to be doing sciences. And now they're easy to, like, harp on my success now, which, I mean... Yeah, <laughs> that I, I,
0: love, I love
1: my parents. Guys, I promise. I love my parents dearly. but... Physical abuse, mental abuse. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Watch the first episode
0: to know that this is a joke. <laughs> oh, true, true, true. <laughs> true. Yeah. watch I said watch this is the yeah, podcast yeah listen listen. Listen. Mm-hmm. listen but yeah yeah,
1: so. mm-hmm.
0: yeah. um so, uh, for me I don't know I, I had just been in Nigeria for so long like I was at home for several months after so to be honest I was just like when am I leaving when am I leaving? Like I was ready to go to that. I said go to United States. I was ready to <laughs> come. <laughs> I was ready to come here. <laughs> I, I remember telling my siblings, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to have like Latino friends. <laughs> i
1: wow, dressed like wow, Selena so Gomez. Just so problematic. Just so problematic. <laughs> so freaking problematic. I was like,
0: oh, I'm going to have Miami Indian life. <laughs> Miami <laughs> life, of course. Like who else is there but Latinos? Like oh gosh, you don't you these stupid things you say. Um, and for me, um, yeah, I think the same thing with the is independence, like you just realize how much you, is now oh, yeah. all on you. It's crazy, like it it's it's ridiculous i i think after as for some for some time because I was living in my auntie's house. I thought I was still like I was still in that Nigerian mindset, but like I was quickly, mm-hmm. you know, reminded by reality that I'm in a different country and things don't work the same way that they work in Nigeria. So just learning to just fend for myself, essentially um, manage mm-hmm. my own finances, like what mm-hmm. <laughs> things like that are right. um, really different for me. And same thing, like you said, Mofi, just learning more about the world. Like, I took two American history classes that I love because I just learned so much about the country I was in, started learning Spanish. I think that was my biggest, like, mm-hmm. highlight is just that being able to learn Spanish and I still use it now and things like that. So, um yeah, transitioning for me was pretty, uh, I don't know, it started out, like, I was homesick a lot. I didn't have like my people around me. Like even my mm-hmm. friends were far away, like in the northeast and stuff. So that was kind of difficult. I didn't really have a social life, so yeah, that that, that was yeah. hard. That's something that would have never happened, like in Corona. Like everybody's always around you, you know. Um. So yeah, that was mm-hmm. kind of different, but it, it ended up working out. Working out well. Still working out well. Okay, so mm-hmm. the, the final question to kind of ra- round up the episode is, I just want to know, and you can tell me in like a word, in a paragraph, in a phrase, how growing up in Nigeria, you th- how do you think that has shaped or framed who you are today? Ekama, you can start and then Mofi. Mm. I actually had this conversation with my cousin two days ago. Kitchen talk. <laughs> <and> <laughs> I don't know if I can say it as eloquently because... I, I was just talking, and we we're just talking. Mm-hmm. But um, ah, I just I don't know how to put it into words. But it's just really, um, how do I say this? They're just things that you 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 we can deal with better. Mm. I don't, and I I don't know how. them like they're just things I can deal with better that. No offense to people here, where it's you know it's it's shocking to them, or you know it's it's crazy to them, and I'm and I'm here like wait what's the big deal? Mm-hmm. And I don't know a- examples fail me because we we were giving so many examples that mm-hmm. that that day. I, oh yeah, no adapting, adapting. I think growing up in Nigeria has I can adapt to anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like it's not it's not weird for me to to go somewhere and stay in in a one room with five people. I don't know how to explain mm-hmm, it, but mm-hmm. I'm easily, I can easily adapt to situations without being like, oh my God, no, I can't do this. This is so odd to me. Even if it's outside my comfort your zone. Comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, but no, I, I think being able to adapt to things is what growing up in, um, what was your question? Yeah, being able to adapt to things and mm-hmm. like,
1: you know yeah yeah that's definitely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i okay. agree with them um, i agree with like i on that level mm-hmm. of like just being able to adapt like we've mm-hmm. had different life experiences so we're just as i said it's just kind of like a go 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 you mm-hmm. don't have time to yeah kind of like stop and like start thinking mm-hmm. but for me sorry what was the question
0: <laughs> <laughs> i know right it's like am i really oh, answering how growing up in nigeria like how your upbringing has framed or shaped who you are today
1: Oh for me I think it has just let me like it has allowed me to know who I am because mm-hmm. for me growing up in Nigeria to be honest I didn't have an identity I didn't really know who uh-huh. I was I didn't mm-hmm. I wasn't like I was just going through the waves and there were things that I thought would just happen, like here you go to school, your parents will blah blah blah, maybe I'm talking about how moving to Canada has impacted me actually, I don't think I'm answering your question, but <laughs> it has, it has, but that's the only way I can describe it, like the combination of all the experiences, because one does not exist without the other, mm-hmm. is that it has allowed me to know who I am, I know what my okay. identity is, I'm able to, I'm, I'm able to reflect and think about those experiences and how it mm-hmm. really does inform me now, but I think it has made me stronger. It has made me believe in so many... Like, fight for a lot of things that I believe in and have mm-hmm. a voice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in a lot of rambling, that's what growing up in Nigeria <laughs> yeah. has been to me.
0: I, I also... I, I, I relate to... I just relate to... I relate to what you said about, um you know, um, making me a stronger person and just being so mm-hmm. confident in who I am mm-hmm. and yeah. it, nobody can bring me down like you mm-hmm. have you can't just say anything to me i'm just i'm really confident with who i am as a person yeah. so yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay i agree with um with both of you um mine is actually not super deep i think like my <laughs> my upbringing in nigeria there's one thing that it has ta- <sighs> that it has taught me <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that is
0: and that is discipline like like we've said if you listen to the first episode i grew up in a very disciplined household and that is something that i have kept with me till today like i took it to corona like before i went to corona like i knew how to like wash my clothes and you have to make a bed straight maybe I didn't know how to iron I probably still don't know how to iron but we never, we never ironed but I was I was very disciplined um even with with eating one thing America really did to me was just overwhelm me with food and I I forgot that you're supposed to eat like a human being and not like an <laughs> animal <laughs> so I lost my way for a couple of years there but yeah one thing that my my that has really shaped me Nigeria shaped me. Oh my gosh. Is discipline. I can't speak anymore. Um, I'm I'm more disciplined these days and I think that has a lot to do with my um with my upbringing. upbringing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. that um yeah. that is our break. We will be right back with our rapid 10 for this yeah.
1: Money follow
0: you. Banana follow you. Prada follow you. Cause
1: I'm in love with you, eh. Money fall on you Banana fall on you Paparazzi follow you Cause I'm in love with
0: you eh. uh, Are you done talking? Okay, Kama, you're back on the hot
1: seat Two times in a row Um, are you I ready? I still have a cold off <laughs> <laughs> After, <laughs> a nice After a whole weekend, Kama, your I'm- seat is still hot
0: <laughs> No, I'm still, my seat is still very hot okay are you ready Hmm. okay the first question is who's your woman crush wednesday my woman crush wednesday right now is rihanna rihanna what is mm-hmm. your favorite thing to eat my favorite thing to oh. eat is beans <laughs> yeah i think <laughs> you answered that in the last part um what's your what's your unpopular oh, opinion true. you didn't answer this one my unpopular opinion hmm my popular opinion might not be unpopular with both of you because I know where your views stand. <laughs> but I just feel like women should not change their last names when they get married. Yeah, we're probably going to have to invite you back on the podcast for that topic because maybe we can yep. talk about that. Um feminists. What, does... <laughs> feminist. <laughs> ah, what does your ideal day look like? Oh my God, you really want to know what my ideal day looks like.
1: I mean don't Okay so I wake up pistol. I wake up in the
0: morning, I wake up in the morning, I'm obsessed <laughs> with having breakfast immediately, immediately like I dream about breakfast. So I literally get up, open my eyes, and walk to the kitchen and make myself breakfast. Literally, <laughs> that's my and then I come back, turn on my laptop. If I don't have work, put on my laptop and continue with the series that I was watching like i'm just going to be real about it except yeah. you know life ex- life things are going on and then you know i include them into my day but it really just consists of me you know in just stuck in my computer screen this is really bad guys yeah. you do this, <laughs> but that's my ideal day yeah okay that's yeah. fine um if you are stranded on an island what two things would you want with you I want to have my laptop, but it's going to die. So I wish I could have my laptop and some weird device where I could plug that just generated electricity for me to charge my laptop. That's smart. <laughs> That's smart. <laughs> okay, and maybe what- Wi-Fi. Mm. What would What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Hmm. Hmm. Pass for now. Okay, are you a morning person or a night owl? I'm a morning person. What are you most? Affa- <laughs> what are you most afraid of? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Okay, and what is your favorite pizza topping to end it on a high note? I don't eat meat, so I just go with plain cheese and maybe Still? add some extra like feta cheese to it or something. Yeah, like, she it, still like eat let it. me just say feta cheese then. <laughs> like I just asked for feta cheese.
1: Yeah. Okay. Hey, I actually thought you get you. Stop becoming. <laughs> I I thought you started eating meat again. <laughs> nah, fam wow okay (laughs) yeah (laughs)
0: okay y'all so um we can continue our vegan conversation later but that is it for oh sorry you passed okay we'll bring back your question you passed um what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail i I, this was going to be so cliche but i would want to become the president but then i'm like wait do i really want to become the president but that was the answer that came to my head so That's your honest answer, yes. That's okay. my honest answer, okay. So, on um, for the second time, this is a, that's it for our episode. <laughs> <laughs> if you liked it, um, please show us some love by subscribing on Apple Podcasts or leaving us a nice review. You can also keep up with us on Twitter at our faith pods and on our individual social media accounts. Akama, where can everyone find you on Twitter at Kami K M M Y underscore three X's? Okay, Mofi. Where can everyone find
1: you? You guys can find me on Twitter at MsBadmos. That's M S B A D M O S. And Ekoma. thank you for joining us. It was fun. It felt like a reunion, although we we're not on the same place. It, did. <laughs> it was nice having <laughs> you on. Yeah, thank you, guys, well. for having me. It was a pleasure
0: all right and you guys can find me on twitter at tiiese same thing on instagram and of course again a huge thank you to my lovely sister for joining us on the podcast this was a fun conversation so fun that we had to make it into two parts <laughs> um so thank you guys all for listening and don't forget to find some